Welcome, folks, back to another episode of the Know How Property Development Podcast with the one and only Ryan Houston from PRD. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me again. Beautiful, mates. Well, we're back here again talking all things developing property and some insights into the into the industry. Mate, uh, let's talk a bit about the marketing. Um, obviously, that's super important to maximise the, the end result. Mm. So... Finish the project. Um, you, you know, you're looking to put it onto the market. I mean, you need a selling agent, obviously. Definitely, and and there's two typical ways to sell because a lot of developers do need pre-sales. So there's the off-the-plan selling process, and then there's also the existing selling process. So, do we want to talk about the existing one first or the off-the-plan? I reckon off-the-plan first. Okay. Let's talk about the off-the-plan selling process. So typically the banks will require some pre-sales, especially when you're getting over that three widgets or three uh, properties or more, okay? Because that turns into a commercial lender. And with that comes an off-the-plan selling process. Now, it's very key, number one, to go with an agent who has potentially a dedicated team of off-the-plan selling agents because it is extremely different to an existing residential agent where they can open up a door, they can literally get the buyers to walk on through the door. With off the plan, we're selling a Fakazi, a Fakuzi, you know, fairy dust. It's, it's absolutely nothing right now. It's just an idea, it's a concept. We need to use the best renders. We need to use creative copywriting. We need to know the areas, where are the schools, where are the retail, where is the infrastructure going? Why is this area a great place to go? But with the sales process, it's even more important and off the plan that before you go to the market, you need to have a, a database. Your agent needs to have a database of ready-made buyers who are going to look at the property, who are going to engage in the property, who are going to potentially buy some of your units, townhomes, villas, or land holdings before the market because in the off the plan process, it's all about momentum. And I can assure you if, let's say, 10 townhomes, and I'm going to sell 10 townhomes, our goal as an off-the-plan specialised agency, we would love to have four of those townhomes sold before the market even sees them. So on that first day of going out to the international market, we've got four dots on the board. And that buyer who inquires and says, oh, hey, you know, how's this? What's going on here? What's the price? Which one's available? Oh, well, we've already got four sold. What? It's only the first day, I only just saw it come on. Because what we need to create, we need to create two things, competition and urgency in our off-the-plan sales process. And I'll, there's another whole topic that we need to go into in relation to a step-by-step, -step, which may take for 20 minutes, it may be a full podcast in how to sell off-the-plan. Uh, but just as a basic for this podcast, for this uh, clip, that is really the basic key principle to selling off-the-plan, creating incredible momentum before you even hit the international market. Gotcha. So it sounds like having a, a bit of a game plan even before it launches online is super important. Having that database so you can obviously target the right buyers that are out there. Having a strong marketing campaign, um, the right renders, um, so you can obviously give the, give the buyer the experience before it's actually built so they can imagine themselves living there. Exactly right. You need to give them such a warm and fuzzy VIP feeling that they can't go anywhere else. This is the best thing that they've ever seen or ever felt or felt before, and that's the key. And just going back to like the pre-sales for the banks, mm. that's for funding? Correct. So that's typically, uh, so you would typically need a, a, a pre-sale commitment from the banks 
for them to then allow you for the construction funding, for example. So that's an example, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Maybe that's something else we can cover, but yeah, the, the, the developer obviously doesn't have the funding there, so he will go to the banks and go, listen, this is my, uh, this is my development plan. Um, for, for me to get the money, they'll go, you need to sell X amount, and that'll give them the, uh, the funds to go out there and build. That's exactly right. It's all about debt coverage and risk mitigation for the banks. Gotcha. Um, now let's say you've you've uh, you're launching online. Like, how important is the say the social media side, um, and then obviously you know your online marketing as well. Look, I call marketing instead of the word marketing. I say this to all of my clients. It's an investment. Okay. It's like investing into your project that we do not undersell your asset because spending. $10,000 in marketing is much cheaper than selling the asset for $50,000 under market value. That's a more expensive marketing package that I could ever imagine. So instead of client marketing, I like to call it to my clients, investing in your project that we ensure that we don't under, undersell the asset. We are covering, looking under every stone in the international marketplace to ensure that we find that best buyer. So when we talk about marketing, yeah, I tell my clients when we go to the second phase, which we go to the open international market, we want the full suite. We want the we want realestate.com, domain.com, the 12 other websites out there. We want social media, we want letterbox drops. Uh, we want uh, big signboards, we want drone shots. We want, we want the best renders, we want the best copywriting. We need to make sure that our buyers are feeling that comfortable and when they're just inquired on the property for the first time, we need to make sure that they're seeing it on social media, it's then tracking them on the geo-targeting, on the cookies, on the line. So every time they uh, go onto Facebook, it pops back up. We need to saturate them with this project so then everywhere they look, they just think, wow, this must be for me because I just can't do anything without seeing anything. And then that's the idea. You want to get them attracted to the property. You want to engage them in the property with a great sales agent and then you want to commit them to the property. And that's the marketing process. And like most things, mate, if you try to cheap out on, on certain things, it costs you in the long run, right? Like, you know, people may say spending X amount on marketing is, is a cost, but like you said, it's an investment. If you walk in and you can imagine yourself, you know, sitting on the lovely couch with a nice coffee table, um, sitting, you know, in bed watching TV or whatever it is, um, and you can envision that walking in, and especially like really good staging gives that, um, that perspective to people, right? Whereas uh, you walk into, say, a rental property yeah. that's, uh, you know, there's shit on the kitchen bench, there's rice bubbles floating around. Like, it, it doesn't feel right living there or um, being in that home and people are often turned away and go look at something else. That's exactly right. You want that emotional connection to the property and uh, the way to do that is by uh, presenting it in a world-class fashion. Absolutely. Ryan Houston, thank you so much for your time. Until next week or the week after. Thank you. Cheers. This is general advice and does not take into consideration your objectives, situation or needs. You should consider if this advice is suitable to you or your circumstances and please read any applicable PDS beforehand. This is a Henderson podcast production.